Hello, and welcome to the Narrowing Path. Walking the Spiritual Walk. My name is Steve Van Einstein, and thank you all for joining me as we go through and do today's reading from James Allen's Daily Meditation. July has been certainly one potent month with a lot of great, substantial readings and meditations and things to just really pick your brain. And yesterday's about evil being a experience and not a force and how it talked about how the uh you know and what I, well, I guess more so what i equated it to you know the candle like when you it's it, fear or excuse me evil is the absence of good that's what exists you know when you light a candle the darkness goes away so it's uh it's pretty it was it was great i'm not i'm looking forward to today's um I, I have to be honest, I uh, just did this whole podcast, and uh, the internet went out, and uh, Chrome crashed on me, and I lost the entire one. So this will be my second time reading the meditation, um, so I apologize for that. I'd love to be able to just do it right, read it right on here with y'all, but um, this is the first time uh, it's not going to happen. I wasn't able to recover the audio, so um, just wanted to make sure we're staying honest here. But uh, but you will get still get my genuine response, reactions, observations, and what I relate to about the reading. Um, but it will be fresh to you and uh, relatively still fresh to me. Let's be honest here. Second time uh, within an hour isn't bad. So, um, but I, I I ask your forgiveness on that. Um, so. Uh, here we go, though. So, this is July 29th reading of James Allen's Daily Meditations. When divine good is practiced, life is bliss. To have transcendent virtue is to enjoy transcendent felicity. The beatific blessedness which Jesus holds out is promised to those having the beatific virtues the merciful, the pure in heart, the peacemakers, and so on. The higher virtue does not merely and only lead to happiness. It is happiness. It is impossible for a man of transcendent virtue to be unhappy. The cause of unhappiness must be sought and found in the self-loving elements and not in the self-sacrificing qualities. A man may have virtue and be unhappy, but not so if he have divine virtue. Human virtue is mingled with self, and therefore with sorrow. But from divine virtue every taint of self has been purged away, and with it every vestige of misery. Truth lies upward and beyond. Now, that's a lovely reading. It really is. I... I'm so grateful to be able to actually just read it again because we're talking about virtue and we're talking about different types of virtue and we're talking about how when you practice this type of living, life is just bliss. It's it's happiness, it's joy, it's peace. It's all of these things that a lot of us are are, are striving for, right? We, we put the target on all of these things we consider positive that we want to have in our lives. But the best part is that we have to move the target. What we're talking about here is living a certain way of life. 
and then these things being a byproduct. The, the happiness, the joy, the peace, the contentment comes from living and prioritizing a spiritual way of living. And we get to grow from that. So, all right, here we go. When divine good is practiced, life is bliss. Divine good. When we practice this, when we walk the spiritual walk, when we walk this narrowing path, life is bliss. Because we have a faith, we have an understanding, we have a knowing of the God of our understanding. We have, this, we have a realization that we have trust and faith in something greater than ourselves, which frees us to, to act only in the essence of what's the right thing to do instead of taking our selfishness and self-centeredness into account. When we trust that power greater than ourselves, that God of our understanding with the outcome, we can take the appropriate actions and live by these principles. Pretty amazing. When divine good is practiced, life is bliss. There's so much freedom to enjoy living. To have transcendent virtue is to enjoy transcendent facility. So, felicity, excuse me. So, transcendent means beyond normal human, normal accepted human interaction or human behavior or uh, exceptional is another definition. I looked it up the first time around. And so to have transcendent virtue is to enjoy transcendent, so exceptional felicity, which it means extreme happiness, I believe it was. Let me look it up again for you. I just looked this one up too, but intense happiness. So this beyond this exceptional virtue that these exceptional virtues that we practice or what these exceptional, the exceptional dedication to practicing these spiritual principles probably a good way to say that, is to enjoy exceptional and intense happiness. The more committed you are to this way of life, the more joy and happiness you will find. The more freedom you will find, the more peace you will find. It might not look like you thought it would look like, to be fair, but you will find it. It will come to you as the, as the side effect of living well, of living right. The beatific blessedness which Jesus holds out is promised to those having the beatific virtues. Let's look up beatific again just to... It's fully happy. Imparting holy bliss is a secondary use of it. So, bliss. Holy bliss. So, holy bliss, blissfully happy blessedness, which Jesus hold out, holds out, is promised to those having the blissfully happy virtues, the holy, imparting holy bliss virtues. That one doesn't really roll with it, but blissfully happy virtues. So, 
to practice mercy, to practice compassion and love and those types of things. It's the pure in heart to do things for the right reasons because it's the right thing to do. I talk about that a lot. The peacemakers, the ones who forgive and practice, again, compassion and understanding for another human being. It's important. This stuff's important. The higher virtue does not merely and only lead to happiness. It is happiness. See, that's the thing. Happiness is not found as a target. Like, we, we can't aim for it. We can't strive for happiness. It comes from living differently. And that's what it just said right there. The higher virtue does not merely only lead to happiness. So, these things do not have happiness as the end goal. Right? These practices do not are not steps to find happiness. Happiness, these are steps to follow the path your God has laid for you or your, the, the universe, that source, whatever you might call it. And then happiness encompasses your life because you're doing the right things. These virtues are incredible, absolutely incredible when you think about them in these ways. It is impossible for a man of transcendent virtue to be unhappy. That's a pretty bold statement, right? So he's saying if you practice these virtues, it's impossible for us to be unhappy. Pretty simple, pretty straightforward. The cause of unhappiness must be sought and found in the self-loving elements and not in the self-sacrificing qualities. Now, this is touching on an idea or a topic that I feel very strongly about. And in today's society, there's a lot of things talking about self-love. And I don't agree with that direction. I would think if we try to practice self-love, we turn into self-absorbed narcissists. That's what I did. I tried to care and love myself the best way possible, and I ended up being miserable, medicating myself with any substance I could find. So, self-love, in my opinion, is not the what we were looking for. At least it wasn't what I was looking for. I was looking for self-acceptance. And through that, I was able to find love from a God in my understanding. And then take that love and pass it to another. To give freely of what was so freely given to me. Not take God's love and cannibalize it and feed it to myself. Become this self-absorbed individual. That ends up in a pit of misery and despair. That's what seeking self-love does. That's what he's saying here. Self-loving... The cause of unhappiness must be sought and found in the self-loving elements. When we are serving ourselves and not in the self-sacrificing qualities. We need when we're of service and we're being considerate of God and others before ourselves. 
There can be no unhappiness found there. I like this next part. This is where he splits up virtue. A man may have virtue and be unhappy, but not so if he have divine virtue. Human virtue is mingled with self and therefore with sorrow. But from divine virtue, every taint of self has been purged away and with it every vestige of misery. So we're getting different types of virtue here, which I really enjoy about this reading because I had never considered it this way. So there's a uh, human virtue, which still is considering self, and then there's divine virtue. And what this struck me as is human virtue is mingled with self. We choose uh, I choose to practice patience because I don't want to be disturbed because it's better for me if I practice patience. So I am choosing the virtuous path for the wrong reasons. Now, human virtue, that's human virtue. Divine virtue is to say, I'm going to practice patience because this individual deserves to have patience practiced for them with no thought of self, with no thought of what this action does for me, what it provides me with. It's purely doing the right thing because it's the right thing to do. It doesn't, it's not because it serves you, it's because you serve, it serves them. Right? That's divine virtue. When you choose the spiritual path because it's best of service to those you are helping and those you're around and to the God of your understanding. That is divine virtue. Self-serving virtue. Many rest there. Many get there. I do. I don't practice this perfectly. Heck, I, I think I just found out about it. <laughs> you know, I, I was... We, we've kind of talked about it because we, we talk about doing the right things for the right reasons because it's the right thing to do. But I didn't ever really frame it in that's divine virtue rather than the virtue of choosing to be virtue, practice of, rather than the human influenced virtue where I still have myself at the end of it. It was, it's a very, very huge difference. Though the exterior behavior might look different. Or might look the same. The motives are different. So, and then, here we go. This is the uh, ending of it here. Truth lies upward and beyond. This is, this is the encouragement, the striving, the motivator. Keep looking, keep going, keep striving towards that ideal. All right, keep looking and practicing. Aim for that spiritual perfection and accept progress. Accept that spiritual progress. So, all right. Well, thank you all for joining me again for the second run-through of this meditation. Um, hopefully there won't be a third. Uh, this one was, was incredible. Uh, absolutely fantastic. I hope everyone enjoyed it. That hears it too. It's, I really, really loved it. So um, thank you all for joining me again tonight. 
And I look forward to tomorrow when we finish wrapping up July for the second to last. So until next time, thanks. Thank you.